thanks for joining back in this week. Super excited for this episode. Uh, I'm going to get a little personal on this one. I know I've been personal in the past, but I just love how I'm able to connect it and just to be transparent and real with you all because it's so important to see that um, we all go through things. We all struggle. We all have uh, victories and we're supposed to go through those things together with each other. But this is the second to last episode of this series starting from scratch. It's so crazy to think that it's already been seven weeks of doing this. And uh, I'm just so incredibly in awe of the feedback from some of you that God has specifically used me as a vessel that um, things that I'm saying that are things that you need to hear that you maybe have been studying about and it's got God just giving you another confirmation. Uh, so also too, like my, me and my family are about to go on vacation. So I've been trying to pre-record and get ready. So I don't leave you guys hanging while I'm, I'm out in the sun with the book in my hand and toes in the sand. Uh, but it's just, and it is hard for me to pre-record because I'm that person that likes to be in the moment, in the spirit, whatever, uh, you know, God is showing me right now in this, in that time in the week or whatever I'm going through. But I do believe that what you're going to be hearing in the next couple of weeks is going to be exactly with one, with what one of you, ugh, I can't talk this morning. I've only had one cup of coffee. Uh, what exactly what one of you need to hear. And I've gotten that feedback that there's been some things that I've kind of been on the fence of talking about, but after I've recorded it, after I've posted it, after someone has heard it, I've gotten feedback that, man, I really needed to hear that. Really, you really touched me. I had no idea. And I just, that's all God. That has nothing to do with me. I can't take any credit for anything that I do. It's all for him. Uh, but all right, so we're going to get started. Today, we are talking about baptism. It is a real important step after you give your life to Christ and say, hey, God, I'm all in. I can't do this on my own. Uh, you know, Jesus himself was baptized by John. And I'm going to share with you in a moment, the moment that Jesus asked John to baptize him. Crazy to think about that for someone, for Jesus to ask someone to baptize him. But we'll see the significance in a little while. Uh, but go ahead and get your Bibles and your notepad out. I feel like, you know, when I say that, it's a recurring thing and it's almost funny. Uh, but it, it, it's important. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but from other podcasts that I listen to, to sermons that I stream on YouTube. I love taking notes. Uh, I met with a sister a couple weeks ago and she has so many notes for notepads for everything. And it inspired me. I started getting, I got a spiral notebook and I've started jotting down things that I've heard from podcasts and from sermons. So I can keep it all in one spot because before I had all these scribble notes on all this scratch piece of paper and I have box a full of scratch paper that I've just written notes over and it's a little bit of chaos but it's all goodness but uh yeah she inspired me to do that so if you have a spiral notebook that you write specific things in I encourage you to do that um or whatever works for you you know notes are so important I think you know especially when you're in church uh, because you're able to jot down what the preacher is saying and what stands out to you. And you can implement that into the study that you're doing for the week. And a lot of times the spirit likes to line things up with what you hear repeatedly, especially when God is trying to get your attention. But, you know, we're going to get right into this. So baptism comes after you give your life to Christ. You have to first believe in the truth and his commandments. You must want to repent of your old life and start a new life fresh slate. 
uh, our first reading I want to read for you is going to be Matthew 3, 6. And it says, and this is from the Message Bible, the the savage, as I always say. Uh, John dressed in a camel hair habai tied at, tied at the waist by a leather strap. He lived on a diet of locusts and wild-filled honey. Okay, there's no way that I'm going to eat locusts, but I guess if God told me to, I would, but... Anyway, <laughs> people poured out of Jerusalem, Judea, and the Jordan countryside to hear and see him in action. There, remember that word, action. We're going to talk about that. There at the Jordan River, those who came to confess their sins were baptized into a changed life. Into a changed life. I like using this message version other than different ones sometimes because it's a great visualization of this moment you know i specifically remember the night i gave my life to christ it was like my first jesus high experience and if you have ever felt a jesus high you know exactly what i'm talking about i knew in that specific moment that i could no longer keep living life the way i was living that weekend sin life some of us know about it it was causing so many more issues that i could get myself out of You know, repentance is a word that you hear people say when you give your life to Christ. Repent of your sins. Uh, As a joking, I've heard someone say, repent of your sins or you're going to hell immediately. Like, okay, I'll do it. But don't do it in that moment of fear. Do it because you want to do it, because you know it's right. Speaking out and confessing your sins is a sense of freedom and release. For me, I always stand by professing out loud of the things that we need to release over to God or things that we need um, because it's okay to ask him for things. We don't always get the things we ask for, but he, he knows, you know, and I feel like, you know, he knows our heart and our thoughts, but it's something about the boldness of us speaking from our tongue. You know, our tongue can produce words of life or death. And that night I want to know more speaking darkness over anything uh, in my life. You know, you may be wondering, what is the symbolism of the water? Is it, it is an outward expression and it's a full commitment to show your inward emotion of changed identity. I'm going to say that again. It is an outward expression and commitment to show the inward emotion of changed identity. Also, it's a moment of braveness, of boldness. When we make that decision to become baptized, We are showing the act of the old is gone and the new is here. That we are putting our past to death and that we will live a life according to his will and no longer ours. Uh, To get a little bit personal, I'm going to share the moment that I realized I needed to continue to the second step and to become baptized. You know, I gave my life to Christ in July of 2016. That was the final time that I said, okay, God, I'm done doing this on my own. I need you to take the reins. I need you to take control. I give you the keys over to you. And obviously before that, I have said, okay, I'm, you know, I'm living for God. I'm giving him control over my life. But the fleshiness of me was still trying to hold on to things and still trying to control what I wanted when in reality we can't do that we must release and let everything go and allow him to take full control it's kind of like him in the driver's seat and the car or the bus or whatever is our life you know let him be in control let him do that I heard that analogy at youth camp 
I think this past year. And it was just awesome to be able to hear that, like give him the keys, allow him to direct where we need to go. Um, I did not get baptized right away after I did give my life to Christ. And that was my own personal reason. There was things I needed to process and release and give over to him completely. You know, I didn't want to go into that um, with a half in, half out kind of attitude or half in, half out heart. You know, my biggest hurdle to give over to him was the anger and the bitterness that I had of losing my dad. My dad was only 46 46 years old when he passed. He died of a heart attack. It was not expected. It was, I remember exactly where I was in that moment. I remember the tone on the other side of the phone call from my stepmom. Um, I remember getting to the hospital and screaming to the police officer that they, it, it, it can't be real. Like God wouldn't do this to me. Uh, you know, like I don't understand. He's so young. I, you know, at that point in my life, he hasn't walked me down the aisle uh, at marriage. You know, there's so many things that ran through my head in that moment that looking back, I'm in, in shock that I've said some of the things that I said, but I get it. You know, I was in full emotion, you know, when the doctor said, the doctor weeks before he passed said that he was healthy as a 24 year old. It was the biggest thing I, you know, I didn't understand it. Like he's so healthy, but yet you're saying he died of a heart attack. Like I couldn't wrap my mind around it. It was the biggest thing I had in my life that was allowing me not to move forward, not to fully give in and be baptized. And one night uh, I was just praying and I wanted to incorporate scripture into my prayer time. This was something that was new for me. I had no idea about that. I had no idea really about prayer closets and all of those uh, war rooms and all of those things at that time. Uh, But I gave it to God in that moment and I had no idea what was about to happen in in that time. I opened my Bible and it was on Psalms 34. I I read through the entire Psalms. It uh, verse three through seven talks about being delivered and the Lord being exalted. But verse 18 is what hit me like a ton of bricks. It says the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. If you've met me in person, it's a tattoo that I have on my arm. Uh, It's part of my remembrance tattoo for my dad because that specific scripture was life-changing for me. It was in that spirit-led moment, as I, if I'd never seen it before, that I knew that it was time for me to make the next step. I don't know if you have randomly ever opened up your Bible and had something just scream at you, but it was an overwhelming feeling at times. Uh... There I was in the middle of my room crying my heart out. I literally at one point screamed out loud. I'm so surprised that my husband didn't come in from out of the garage to see what the madness was. Uh, But when your heart is broken and whatever reason you think that God is far away because you react in, in the flesh at times, you feel as if he's maybe tossed you aside like you do not matter. When in reality, reality, I'll get it out in a minute. He is the closest to you. He is beside you. He is inside of you. He is all around you. But September 18, 2016, I decided to to make an outward action to show my love for Christ and that I wanted to live a life for Him and that I was releasing my bitterness and my pain over to Him. 
I will never forget that moment that pastor's words were speaking into my heart and the weight of things pulling me down in the water. But coming up, I felt released. I felt freedom from my past, from everything I have ever thought that labeled me or hindered me or held me back um, or that ever hardened my heart was gone. Our God is so good. I can't say that enough. You know, from there on, I immediately had two feet in and, you know, I had been started being completely transparent serving him from jumping into children's ministry to uh, years later being promoted to a youth leader. Uh, I serve in an amazing youth ministry. Uh, It is incredible. We have 25 to 40 students sometimes uh, on Sundays. And it's it's just amazing how God has uh, used our ministry to impact the youth in our community. You know, but from there, from being a youth leader, uh, God promoted me again, you know, to running my own women's ministry. And while doing that, I'm now doing a podcast. It is so crazy to me that I'm doing this, but I am following what God is pursuing in my heart. And if there ever comes a time that I have to move past the podcast, I'm going to do it because I want to be obedient to him. And you should be that way as well, that whatever you're doing right now, if you are feeling like it's not God driven and God led, maybe it's time to step out and do something different. Maybe it's time to do your own thing. Allow him to um, reveal to you your purpose and your calling in this season. But I am slowly starting to understand why I've went through the things I've went through so young. And it is so that I can connect and inspire other women who have went through things or are going through things I've went through. Losing my dad at a young age was one of the most difficult things I've ever had to deal with. But because I went through them, I believe he he used it to connect me with my spiritual daughter just a little bit more. She is going through the exact same thing I did with my dad at a young age. Uh, but the difference is between me and her is she is so strong in her faith and she has so much support around her and the beautiful thing in this um you know heartbreak situation is i get to be there every step of the way with her to help her and to get her through this trial and i believe this is a big reason why this happened uh other than the lord needed my daddy a little bit sooner than i thought you know and sometimes he does that. Sometimes he takes us through trials and tribulations so that on the other side of it, whenever we have a victory, that we are able to connect and to help another woman or to help another uh, you know, teenager or child or whoever is going through a situation. And I, I love that our God does that. Um, but okay enough with the emotionalness. (laughs) Uh, Y'all know talking about my dad for a long time, it took me a long time to be able to talk about him and to talk about that day without bursting into tears. But I know where he's at and I know that he is no longer in pain and that he is up there with Jesus just hanging out. I'm sure right now he is uh, laughing at me because I'm sitting here in my PJs and drinking coffee and just chatting with you guys about him and how awesome our God is. But, you know, it's okay. And I have those good memories. And if you out there have lost someone recently or someone close to you, think about all the good things. Think about the laughter. Think about the times that 
uh, you got to share with, with that person, no matter the time period. Just be grateful for the time that you did have with them. But, okay, enough with the mushy stuff. So, you know, back to baptism, you know, to be like Jesus, we have to be able to lay our sins down at the cross and allow him to restore us with a new heart, a new mind, and let him place his spirit inside of us for a fresh start. It is also one thing we say have done this, but it is in our action that best shows the relationship with him. Changed life with changed behavior is the mirror image of real repentance. If you're a note taker, I want you to write these next things down. I'm going to give you uh, one of the greatest examples in the Bible of someone who was baptized and quickly the reasoning behind it. Uh, Matthew 3, 13 through 17. And I believe this is the NIV I used. Uh, that's what's here on my notes. It says, Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and you don't need to come to me. Jesus replied, Let it be so now it is proper for us to do this, to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went out, out of the water, and at that moment heaven was open, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and, and lighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Jesus was baptized here by an example for us to follow his outward action. He did it to ad- identify with us as sinners, even though he was sinless. It amazes me, you know, the act of selflessness and humbleness throughout his ministry his, that shows his character. I want to be more like him. We all need to be more like him, you know. I could only imagine in that moment after John brought Jesus back up from the water, the all moment they had together, that beautiful moment of just, man, this feels good. Uh, Romans 6, 1 through 4, and I use the Christian Standard Bible on this. I'm kind of liking this version. It says, what should we say then? Should we continue to sin so that grace may multiply? Absolutely not. How can we How can we who died to sin still live in it? Or are you unaware that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father so that we too may walk in newness of life. Making that decision to get baptized is a whole nother level of your spiritual life. It is the second most boldest thing you can make in your in your life. Obviously, proclaiming you are giving your Christ the full authority over your life uh, is first, but then baptized with water is second. You know, the sins are put to death, and you are made new alive in Christ. Um, I want to close with two things. The first thing I want you to do, as I did that night in my in prayer. Um, that I gave the heart, the bitterness of losing my dad over to God. I want you to get a quiet spot, grab your Bible and pray over it. Ask God in that moment to show you something you need to see. Allow the spirit to intercede in that moment. Open it up and read it. Trust the words that you read. Write it out if it sticks to you. And I want you to continue your prayer time with reading his words out loud. Second thing 
if you have given your life to Christ and have not gotten baptized, I want you to take some time and to think of what is holding you back. Are you nervous? Are you scared? I get it. I've been there. I have felt all those things. But I promise you, letting go of it all and making the commitment to Him will be a huge game changer in your life all around. Oh, man. I just feel like this is such a powerful message that He just gave me today. The the words, I just, I feel so, I don't know how to explain it. And you can't explain those moments. But... I hope that something I said today really stuck out to you. If you're on that fence about getting baptized, reach out to me. I'd love to talk to you about it. You know, you can catch me on Instagram. Uh, You can catch me on Facebook. If you have my cell number, reach out to me. Uh, I will put my email in the um, information below. So if you want to reach to me that way. But thank you all so much for hanging out with me, even through this emotional episode. And, um... I hope you enjoyed this week's bonus episode also with Jen. Uh, we, I started the Psalms of Fall, and if you missed it, definitely go ahead and check it out. Um, I love you all, and I am praying continuously that God is moving in your lives. So be sure to do, to do those two things I asked you to do. Get into prayer time, open the Bible, allow the Spirit to intercede and just move in that moment. And second, if you're on the fence about getting baptized, ask yourself what's holding you back. What can you release so that you're able to step into that next step and to commit your life over to him that the old of you is gone and the new is here. So stay tuned to next week's episode. We will be, I will be wrapping up um, this series and I am so excited because it's going to be talking about something that was one of my favorite things to share in children's ministry. So Uh, As always, be blessed and stay focused.